0: Hello, welcome along. It's a brand new Baffled, the podcast that hunts down the most utterly ridiculous facts. uh, that Turns out a complete nonsense when you break them down. Thanks for listening. My name's Dan this week for you. I've got facts all about freelancing, about prostitutes and about the most mind blowing thing about the morning after you've honestly ever heard. Uh, That's my bag. Uh, Connor, what have you brought for us? I
1: brought uh, a nice um, array of facts to the pod today. Um, A little bit of information about Judge Judy, um, monopoly money compared to US currency, and what Steve Jobs actually does to relieve stress.
0: Not that much anymore, I'd guess. Mark, what have you got for us?
2: Well, I know how you love putting a well-known phrase into context so strap yourself in for another one today. Also, can Chinese food be a big cover for fraud? And finally, penguins that kids and adults love.
0: Penguins. Penguins. Steve Jobs. Prostitutes. Uh, It's all on the way. Stick around. It's this week's Baffled. Right, boys. It's been it's been a week. We've been apart. Well, we've been apart a long time. Uh, We've not spoken in a week. We've been on a quest to find facts. How have you got on? Are we running out yet?
2: Uh, (sighs) I found out one very important fact this week. Yoga is a lot harder than it looks. Finally, after about fifty days of being in lockdown, I was like, right, I'm going to do some of these home workouts. Did one of the yogas? Oh my god! I thought it was just like pretending to be various animals. Jesus Christ! I hurt today. You're not Mate.
0: a yo- you're not a yoga person. I don't. I, don't I am wanna, not a yoga person. You don't suit being a yoga person. You know, you get oh. people that are yoga people. You want You on You never Mate. will be a yoga person.
2: I was there for the whole time, going, "This is complete nonsense." Like, I'm a cat. I'm a cobra. I'm a dog. I'm upside down. What am I doing? I'm so against just, uh, the yoga. My, 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 I girl, get into it. my girlfriend.
1: My girlfriend. I'm isolating with her at the minute. She wrote me into doing it the other week one morning. So it's like you know, being the supportive boyfriend. Yeah, all right, let's do it. You know, we've got the mat out and that, and we're doing some. I don't know. This this woman on YouTube. She's got like millions of subscribers from doing it. Incredible. And I'm bending. I'm praying. My legs halfway up. My groin. I'm falling over. I'm hot. I'm bothered.
2: I'm flustered. I just know it's not my. What bad. gets me. It's so quick as well. It's like you're a cat, you're a cobra, you're a dog, and I'm just like I, I'm, I'm still a cat. How the heck have mm. you become three more animals in this time? Yeah. At one point, I was a table. I'm like I don't even understand this.
0: Yeah, Mark, you're not a yoga person, Connor. You're not a yoga person either. Do you know who is? Me. I am of a yoga
2: you're a person. Yoga person.
0: The, the trick to being good at what i'm not good the trick to doing yoga is you can't uh, you can't do it in your front room you need uh, it's very hard at the moment but when this is all blown over if you really want to do yoga you need to go out you need to actually go to like yoga lessons with proper people mainly because they've got the amazing smelling candles and they and they play that music all the chanting the gongs and that really gets you in the spirit it's, <laughs> it's much better than watching uh, adrienne or whatever her name is who's kind of balancing on one leg by a hawaiian beach and just making you so riled at your life while you're cooped up in the flat
1: yeah, Dan. I feel like when this is over, then we should um, join you on a yoga, on a yoga get together. Maybe that could be a They're bat- called retreats,
0: Connor. Not get together. They're called yeah. retreats. But I'll be honest, I, uh, I'm, i do not want that to happen. I'm I very, do. I'm very. I feel
2: like that would that would ruin his tranquility. He's trying uh, to find.
0: I'm very zen. I'm Looking very at my z- sweaty bum. I'm very zen, and I don't think. From what I've learned of both of you doing the fact stuff, I don't think that my agitation is, that when I do this is, is really uh, needed when I'm calm, when I'm namaste.
2: I feel like Dan would be Dan would be less namaste and more nama leave. That's what it'd be. Well,
0: right now I'm namasteing at home, to be honest. Uh, so right, three facts each. I am going to take number one because the inline to this fact is one of the greatest things I've ever read. Here we go. The reason you can't remember what happened when you were smashed isn't because you've forgotten. It's because you were never remembering it in the first place. Come on.
2: Explain this to me. Come on. Explain this to me.
0: Right. A study done at the Washington University School of Medicine in St. Louis, America, United States, the Earth, the solar system, uh, has said that some exposure to alcohol stop. Stops brain receptors and some neurons for making what is needed to create memories. So when you're really far gone at the end of the night, it's not that you can't remember what you did; it's that you never actually made those memories in the first place.
1: So if you actually cheat on your on your partner, you've got a good way of getting out now. No, it's not that you. No, you've never got a good way of getting out. Well, not, no, you just that's... you just sort of dropped that line no, down at the Washington, it... US medical place. They told me that I'm unaware.
0: No, it's not that you are you are aware at the time, but you're not making the memories. You're, it's like you've not pressed the recorder. It's like the TV's on, but you've not set it to uh, to, to series link.
1: Oh, so, you see, this is a good point because this is really, really interesting because I once went to Manchester with some friends and got absolutely obliterated. Like, honestly, the most drunk I've ever been. And I cannot, like, it was in Manchester. I haven't been there much. We went for dinner. We done, like, loads of stuff. And I
2: cannot remember a thing let me let me riddle you this sometimes i can remember certain bits but not everything. yeah i bet you can baby so yeah i bet you can mark you remember creeping into the toilets with the mirrors but you don't remember what happened when you were in there yeah well exactly so why can i remember some bits but not others because surely my record's just gone now mate i'm i'm going to bed see you later but actually every so often it comes on and I'm like oh yeah I remember that bit now or am I thinking I remember that
0: bit now I don't know I reckon it's probably that bit I reckon I reckon you are reminded when when someone says to you oh my god do you remember what you did yet do you remember you did this yesterday and I reckon you're probably piecemealing bits of it together you, you 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 don't remember the whole thing because you were never recording it but I think maybe you took snippets maybe the power was dipping in and out and, and that's why you're you're forming this memory. I reckon that's probably what's happening.
1: I feel like this is a great fact for people to have in the pocket for the simple, simple reason that let's say us three went out. Of course, we are all in relationships. This wouldn't happen. I'm talking hypothetically, but let's say we were all single. This is a great thing to have because no, if you go over to more. a girl, it's fantastic because if you go over to a girl and you try to chat her up and it does not go to plan, and then one of your boys brings it up. You can drop this fact in and be like, lads, what are you going on about? Like no, what? No, no, no. The reason. I, that no, work, no, I don't remember that. I don't remember that. You yeah, but it doesn't mean you didn't do it. No, it does remember. It does mean. Cause there's no proof. You see that. But it's everyone like else facts. can
0: remember it. But everyone else can remember it. And also, you, you can—you've done this a few times on the show. You can pre-see some th- thing that you're going to say by saying, "Well, I know that I'm in a relationship," but and then 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 you said the but, and then you say something like, "Oh yeah, well, when I, it means that when I want to cheat on my girlfriend, i uh, yeah."
1: Oh, I, I'm no just putting anything. it out there.
2: I do not do that. I am very much in love right now. It's kind of the equivalent of saying no offence but and then saying something really offensive. Like no offence, but your face looks like a slapped ass. Yeah. Which is like, just because you said no offence doesn't mean it's no offence. It just
1: kind of like settles it down, doesn't it? Look, I'm just looking at things on the other side. I'm not saying that it's acceptable. By all means, it is not acceptable. But, you know, at least you can do some stupid stuff and not remember the stupid stuff you do the other side not saying, the other side like in Manchester eh yeah not saying that like we we've instantly gone to cheating but let's say like I don't know you 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 what? say we you've instantly gone to cheating yeah but yeah I have instantly gone to cheating that was a bad example but let's say you like you know you 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 get your bits out or whatever and you flash it to somebody or like what? like the bus that drives past you know you're drunk with your mates you're having a laugh if you can't remember it it just makes it that little bit easier
2: it doesn't mean it's'
1: happen though No, it doesn't mean it doesn't happen, but at least you haven't got that horrible memory of, oh God, what was I doing back in Manchester? Connor, you need to pick yourself out of this. Let me have your first fact. Build yourself back up with your first fact. Okay, I'm coming straight in just with a nice little eye opener. Judge Judy makes $45 million a year. That absolutely blew my mind. That's insane. She's just sold herself to Netflix, hasn't she?
0: Is it Netflix that she's just sold herself to?
1: Yeah, that's what I read, but... I basically, when I was looking for these facts and I saw that, I was like, these aren't the sort of facts that I'm interested in. But I did double read, I triple read, then I run it by my mum, then I run it by my dad. And I was like, is this actually, am I reading this right? $45 million a year. Like, that is absolutely insane. Like, I don't know if, I don't even think sportsmen earn that amount, don't they? American sportsmen earn a phenomenal amount of money. A phenomenal amount. But to think Judge Judy is earning $45 million a year. That I mean,
0: that's
1: a lot. lot of money.
0: So two things, Mark. Don't know how you feel about this. One, it doesn't surprise me because it's a huge show. She's been doing it for ages, so it's hugely syndicated. So it'll be all around the world, playing nonstop. She'll make loads from that. Uh, I I don't care about this, Mark. Do you? No, I mean it.
2: Kind of, it just kind of makes sense, doesn't it? It's you know what when you she'll have made sure she had been very clever that she owns the rights to her show. And a lot of people want to watch that. She's a
1: judge. She's well
2: versed in the law. Exactly. Like, would you want to negotiate with a judge? Probably not.
1: Yeah, probably not. I wouldn't. I mean, I
2: wouldn't choose to. She's probably got an allowance to go play around a round of golf and have a poo whenever she wants during a recording as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was actually thinking about that from the last episode, thinking about what I would like in my clause, and um, it has it has adapted. But we'll get to that when we get famous.
0: I find that Judge Judy, she's picked she's picked an easy gig, isn't she? Because they're not complex cases. They're usually people that 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 don't have much going on moaning because my brother slept with my girlfriend or I went to Manchester and drunk too much, or I can't remember saying I'm going to cheat on someone because I was never recording in the first place, you know, ridiculous things like that. And she just gets away with it. I mean, it's the easiest, it's the easiest
1: judge gig in the world. I reckon It is, but I just, I, you know, I, 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 I'm i not looking for a comedic outbit on this or anything like that. I'm just thinking hats off to her $45 million a year. I mean, it, it, it blew my mind i don't even think it's nonsense it's maybe not an appropriate fact for this podcast
2: but i had to share it because i think it's absolutely incredible that's a lot of money so well done i would pay you not not that much money connor not by a long way but i would pay you a decent chunk of money to go and do a judge judy style show yeah, where I, you were just in charge of Ooh. settling these debates. oh that would be that would be brilliant yeah, no,
1: I think I'd be good at it. You know, you put two people in front of me, they're talking all the nonsense. So I'll be like, look, gents,
2: like, what are you going on about? You owe me 50 quid, both. Do you know what I mean? Crack on. I can I can just imagine more confusion coming out of the court than went in. Yeah, I like would they go oh, there to settle a debate and they leave I more need, confused than when they went in in the first place. I
1: would need a little sidekick. I would need a Dan or a Mark next to me because a lot of the time they'd be talking and saying words and I'd be looking like, all hey, right, gents. What is, what, what's that I mean?
0: will tell you something right now. The only thing lower in my list of reasons to want to live is that you manage to be a judge. Is if I am somehow in this weird alternate universe, uh, the lackey, the sidekick to you being a judge. If if that is my position in life, I'm am getting out. I'm jumping off right now.
1: Yeah, but if I'm if I'm offering you five mil a year, Dan. Oh, come oh, on. Yeah. Yeah, so,
2: so it Turns out everyone has their price. Yeah, everyone really, has yeah, their yeah. price. And your, Dan's is five
0: million. By your logic, you'll be earning eight eight times what I'm earning. If I'm on if five million, you you're
1: on 40 million. Not yeah, I'm, million. The face. I'm the, I'm the face. I'm the face of the show in this. You're my psychic. If anyone listening to this podcast right now is a multimillionaire and they want to put their money somewhere, invest it in me. I've got my psychic ready. We're ready to go. Aren't we, Dan?
2: Dan? Mark, what's your first fact? The phrase, best thing since sliced bread can't be used when talking about the TV because believe it or not, the TV was invented two years before sliced bread. Sliced bread was invented in 1928. The TV was in 1926. So every time we use that phrase of, oh, what's the best thing since sliced bread, bear in mind, sliced bread was invented after the television.
0: Here's the thing. I, In no part of my brain do I dedicate any space to thinking that sliced bread is the best thing. how this is how depraved would life have had to have been back then bear in mind it's the 1920s i know you're around the time of the wall street crash so that's a little bit iffy but it's the 20s you know it's the height of flapperdom of gatsby-esque parties and and they are seriously thinking
2: that sliced bread is the best thing yeah i've never fully understood the phrase best thing since sliced bread because I, i get a bit of joy from slicing my own bread i'm really confused Go on, Connor. What are you confused about now? Say the fact again. So
1: hold on, what? So the TV's been around longer than bread.
2: Yeah. So you know the phrase, best thing since sliced bread? Best thing since sliced bread, yeah. Yep. So to put it into context, sliced bread got invented in 1928. Meanwhile, the TV, if you think one of the more modern inventions in life, was invented in 1926, two years earlier. So what's the point?
0: <laughs> Mark, just tell us about your Will I Am story again. No, no I'm up up so it was
2: me and Will I Am in a hotel. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, What? It's what? I, so what? It should be the best thing since a TV. No, I'm just, I'm just putting it into
2: context for you. Sliced you know, bread was invented in 1928. Oh, I see what you mean. So
1: saying like the best thing since sliced bread. You're basically saying, well, sliced bread come after the TV. So it's actually it's not, the best thing since the TV. Not even 100 years ago. So you're actually saying, right.
2: that's the best thing in the last 90-odd right, yeah. years. I,
1: I hate to drop in the name, but I was actually a bit baffled then. So you're basically saying that the terminology would make more sense if it was like the best thing since the TV. It's more just that sliced bread isn't that old...
2: Really? Yeah. All you're effectively saying when you're saying best thing since sliced bread is A, you don't have an idea of what the best thing is because it's not sliced bread. But B, you're effectively just saying, oh, that's the best thing in like the last 90 years. It's not that impressive when you put it into context like that.
0: Right. My second fact today, we're talking about where words come from as well. Many streets in cities all around the UK, especially in London, are named after the trade they used to be filled with and the people that they used to live there. So uh, so, so, Merchant Quay, for example, is a place where there used to be a lot of merchants living there. Um, there are streets all over Britain called Grope Lane. Connor, what type of establishment do you reckon was on a street called Grope Lane?
1: Brothels, my boy.
0: Brothels. It gets even worse. I'm not going to say it because this is a, a podcast and it's the worst word in the English language. If you want to Google it, they used, it used to be called a longer version of Grope Lane. I'll leave you to look that up on the internet in your own time. But yeah, it's where the, it's where the brothels were. Uh, quite often they've been changed from Grope Lane now. If you find it, if, you, if you ever wandered down a Grape Lane, uh, that's probably used to be Grope Lane where the prostitutes would hang out.
2: Nice. At least it was easy to know where you were going. Yeah. Were like, oh, do you know where the nearest brothel is? Randy just went, all right, I'll get a Grope Lane.
0: How many Grope lanes were there in Manchester when you went there, Con? Moving on. Um you know the the naming I wasn't the road. Actually remembering it at the time, so it's okay, I could do whatever I want. Yeah, I do hey, know the naming of the road.
1: Yeah, naming of the roads after things. So for example, like Brick Lane was named because there's a lot of brickwork down there.
0: Is that is that the case? Is Chancery a Lane.
1: Everywhere. Is that because there was lots of what is I don't even know Because you were taking a chance walking down that road. Yeah, Tottenham Court Road, there's a few Tottenham fans. Is this is this where we're going? It's where Tottenham Court
2: used to be. Leads up to Tottenham Court.
1: Nice. Oh, a, lot of ne-
2: a lot of
0: road names are very just straightforward. Loads of London roads all over the place.
1: Okay, so let's think of a really, really crazy road name that actually doesn't apply to that. I mean, I can't
2: think of anything more I'd rather do right now.
0: This is not a podcast to ask the questions. This is a podcast to bring facts, not to try and unpack stuff further. And go, we can't go away from this with more questions than we bring answers.
1: I see. I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a nice fact. It was obviously applied back in. Back in the day, I done the Jack the Ripper walk in um, in in London, and and that opened my eyes to what London used to be like. What did London used to be like, Connor? It was a it was an interesting place, my friend. It was a place of um, of, of fear. Why were people afraid, Connor? There was a very scary man called Jack, and he was a ripper, and um, he, he used to do horrible things to women.
2: He was a ripper.
1: Yeah. Bad times.
0: What did you think London would be like then?
1: Well, back in the day.
0: Well, what is the day, by the way? What, <laughs> the day do we have to go
1: back. You know, back in the day. That is an Essex term. Back in the day it's just like you know, back in the day. But sometimes I'm talking about last year. Right.
2: Okay. So back in back in the day just means some point in the past. Yeah, it could be yesterday. Like back in the day, I was finding facts. <laughs>
1: <gasps> oh. the
0: grope grape and grope lane is is pretty good right That that's I've we've done two two fairly fairly top facts on my end connor how are you gonna follow up with your second one that's that's a that's a bold
2: claim daniel
1: yeah i know look at him just blowing his own trumpet anyway so uh did you know that more monopoly money is printed each year than real u.s
2: currency still are we talking global monopoly money here or just in america which
1: says more monopoly money is printed each year than real US currency. Sounds preposterous. Well, no actually it doesn't because they don't print money a lot, do
0: they? That's the point. It's quantitative it is quantitative, quantitative easing. Quantitative oh God, easing. I don't
1: even know so, what what?
0: So they don't often print new money. They don't print a lot of notes. That's that's the point. These notes, this money has a value. So you can't just keep printing loads more because that would devalue the rest of the money. There's only a certain amount of it. So whereas Monopoly money, every time you make a new game of it, you uh, you can print loads more money. So it makes sense that they would be making more money than that, than other pound notes.
1: Yeah, it does make sense. But it is quite crazy, isn't it, to think that a game is printing more of its own currency than, than one of the biggest countries in the world?
2: I mean, I guess it comes down to, as Dan said, it's down to the fact that it's printing more money rather than, that it, there is more monopoly money in the world than American dollars. Because it's probably going to be more dollars, American dollars in the US, than there is monopoly dollars. But you just don't print it that often. You've printed it and then it just circulates. Whereas yeah. monopoly, you can't just rely on going to the bank and getting out some monopoly money. You've got to get a new set with a the, with the game, haven't you?
0: Do you cheat yeah. monopoly? Yes, yeah, I'm a chief cheater of Monopoly. As yeah. in if I, you can't see me next to the banker because, and I don't want to get all uh, young and millennial about this, but I, I see it as a, a, it's perfect the game of life, isn't it? It's capitalism. We take what we can get.
2: If I'm next to the banker, I'm sliding a few notes
0: over towards me.
2: See, I've never quite understood There's No other game do people boast about cheating as much as a Monopoly. In Monopoly, people will openly boast that they cheat. Yeah, so, I have to cheat. So our exec producer for this, John, he openly admits that if he plays Monopoly, he'll cheat 24-7. So I'm never going to play Monopoly with John because that's just... I mean, I know now that he cheats. I'm never going to play Monopoly with you two because I know that you both cheat. Why do people always feel the need when it comes to Monopoly to be like, yeah, I cheat on that? Because you not can. Not the game you play do you boast about cheating, but in Monopoly, no, no, no. Basically, I, I, I do cheat with Monopoly because
1: you can because it's it's easy and it's funny and it is quite hilarious. Like my dad is, my dad is like a serial cheater at Monopoly. Like he cannot get up to go for a wee or make a cup of tea during a game of Monopoly because underneath his bum is probably about a thousand pounds in Monopoly money that no one knows where it's come from. He does cheat, but you also have to understand as well that I have to cheat at a lot of things because when you do like zoom quizzes during this time of isolation with no, all your friends you're not, no you're not no. cheating on those
0: quizzes that no, goes, because they're no, so that goes no, against no,
1: the honor of being stuck at home being in
0: lockdown no, there are certain no. rules right now we're in a battle connor
1: no because i'm i'm competing against kids look i haven't got the best general knowledge do you know what i mean Sorry, like, what? what no why are you doing why are you on zoom quizzes with kids no, I mean as in my pals, like when they're doing it, they're obviously super clever and I need—I can't keep coming last, mate. It's bad for my
2: self-esteem. Hang on, your pals are super clever. Do you just hang out with geeks?
1: Yeah, like they and, are clever. And then there's you. I'm not stupid. I'm just a little bit, as I have said, right, you give me an algebra equation and I'll solve it. As long as it's not E equals MC2. I was under pressure. I read it wrong. I apologise to Albert.
3: Look on the Bright Side is the brand new podcast, which helps to shed light on some of the feel-good, amazing stories happening through this lockdown period. Search Look on the Bright Side wherever you found this podcast and take some time out to enjoy and smile with us. Together, we can make it through. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
2: second fact mark what have you got a fortune cookie company in america caused a whole fraud investigation oh i tell you what that is that is a top line that is your
0: headline how did they do it mark mark you're getting good
2: you're getting good at this delivery i love it thank you mate this is what i do all week i just practice yeah practice delivery in 2005 wanton food inc created a bunch of fortune cookies inside as ever with fortune cookies. Sorry to ruin your illusion if you believe in them. They just make up what goes inside that fortune cookie. For this week, they decided they were going to guess the lottery numbers. They managed to get five out of six correct. Therefore, lots of people guessed it as the lottery numbers for that week. Normally, they pay out four or five people. That week, they had to pay out over 100 people, half a million dollars because they guessed it correctly in a fortune cookie.
0: That is great. That is fantastic. Might be fact of the show, apart from the one about being drunk and hungover and forgetting things. Connor, what are you saying about fortune cookies? I bet you believe in fortune cookies. Last week, you said uh, you had a lucky penny.
1: No, I don't believe in fortune cookies, and I'm still trying to wrap my head around this fact. So they basically predicted the lottery numbers. Yeah. They then listened to the, the the fortune cookie and then went in the lottery with those numbers and a lot more people won. Yeah, so
2: essentially the fortune cookie, you know, you get your fortune yeah. cookie, you crack it, it, open. crack it open, and in the middle of it gives uh, a fortune note that says, your hard work is about to pay off. Yeah. Use these numbers. And then it gives six numbers. Yeah. Only the final number was wrong. They put a 40 instead of a 42. That's how close they were to getting all six numbers. How? Pure luck. Pure luck. The same way that anyone else can win the lottery. They just chose random numbers. They just happened to be the lottery numbers for that week. And what did it cause? So over 100 people put these lottery numbers down. Yeah. And because they suddenly had to pay out to over 100 people rather than the four people they normally expect, yeah. it suddenly became this huge fraud investigation of how do these 100 people know each other? <laughs> how have they all guessed these numbers? <laughs> how are they all profiteering off of clearly getting answers? Because this is incredibly weird that 100-plus people suddenly know the answer. Turns out it was all due to a random guess in a fortune cookie.
1: I have to say... Okay, I'm coming in here with a bold statement. I think that this is possibly the fact of this whole thing so far. That is absolutely excellent. It's a, lovely, it's a lovely dinner table story. It's a lovely dinner table story, yeah. That is, that's absolutely mental, isn't it? Isn't that crazy?
2: What I love the idea of is that all of them were like brought in for questioning and every single one of them just had the same answer. Like, how did you know these were the numbers? And they just went... It's just the way the cookie crumbles. what was the brilliant? What was the name of the um oh, company? Oh
1: my word oh, he's ruined it. Oh no. what was the name of the company? Uh, one ton food <laughs> One a ton yeah there you go. Oh you my don't... God, one ton food, one a ton oh of food Co- a Connor ton of it. it turns out that it oh, was it. a fraud it was, it was fraud. A Ford. All along. wait that is fraud. that is literally fraud. one ton, one a ton. Won a ton of money, won a ton of food, won a or, ton.
0: Or if a hundred people won it, they a, a ton won as well.
1: Yeah, oh my God, and 100 want it. That's a hundred people won it. That's a that's a ton, isn't it? A ton's a hundred, isn't it? A ton Turns is a hundred. Next
2: week, we're no longer going to be a fact-based comedy podcast. Wait, we're going to be wait, a true crime podcast. Wait, solving
1: mysteries from around the world. Seriously, we. I'm not I'm just like
2: joking. We need
1: to go to somebody with this. Who would we go to? I don't know, but honestly, that is that's the key bit. If there's if there's a lawyer somewhere that's trying to do this case and he hasn't noticed that yet, get me involved. Right. So we've gone from you being the judge to suddenly solving cases. Look, boys. All jokes aside, is that or is that not a bit weird? It's a bit weird, but that's it.
0: It's, it's as weird as all these people winning the lottery. No. And look, if we've uncovered fraud, I can tell you this for nothing, um, <laughs> especially what we've learned about with the whole monopoly cheating thing. If I discover this fraud, I am not going to the police. I'm going to Wanton Cookie Company and getting more numbers.
1: I'm going to sue them. I'm su- How I'm su- can you sue them? I'm suing them. got you know.
2: nothing to do with this. Maybe what I grounds maybe are I you suing? Them.
1: But all I'm telling you is I've cracked something there. You see, that's my intelligence. All right? I might not know anything about geography or all the words that you guys use, but when it comes to cracking fraud, I'm your geezer. Get me involved. At ConnerX on Instagram. Hit me up if you need fraud dealt with. I'm here.
0: It's time to crack on with our third round of facts. Uh, this is short and simple, not as good as that one, but I really enjoyed it because I'm in this boat at the moment. Freelancers are called freelancers because back in the 1800s, you could hire an army that wasn't tied to anyone. They were free swordsmen. They were free lancers.
2: I like that. Short and simple. I like it. We always
0: go back. Back in the day, story. Why are we going so far back all the time? Because the world's billions of years old. Because society's been around for a long time. I'm not just bringing you facts from last week. Oh, this one time I went to Manchester, by the way. Uh, back in the 1800s or in the day, there were free armies that weren't tied to any landowner or any nation or any state, and they were known as free lancers. Their swords, their lances, uh, were free for you to hire it would cost you cash but they weren't tied to anyone they were free at lancers it's gone from that to you know doing graphic design in your bedroom doing a lockdown i don't know how we can call ourselves the same thing but we can
2: have you thought about becoming a lancer dan
0: oh i'd be rubbish oh i'd be awful I'm very delusional about my sporting abilities. It's it's why I, I didn't carry on playing any sports because I would get very... Is that very why you do com- yoga? I would get very... Well, and with yoga, I think I'm much better than I am. I recorded myself dancing the other day for some reason. And honestly, it was the worst thing I've ever seen. Like, oh, I, my, send my, my, it. No, the ability, my actual ability is so much less than how it looks in my mind. Like, I'm delusional about it. So that's why I've never taken up lancing. All three of us would make rubbish lances, I reckon. We don't have the constitutions for it. We don't have the
1: metal. I'd be absolutely terrible. But it's interesting to know where the word come from because I freelance. You never really think about these things, don't you? Like the names of stuff and where it's actually come from. It makes you feel more noble and gallant, doesn't it? Now, when yeah. you're
0: freelancing, it you know, these knights back in the day, they were freelancing as well. They were freelancing.
1: The I'm still stuck on the one a ton, one a ton, mate. I'm still, I'm still going with that in my head.
2: Maybe then you need to rebrand yourself rather than a freelancer as a free presenter. I mean, sure, you'll never get paid, but it's more accurate.
0: Connor, this, there's, no, there's nothing more to go with the one-time thing.
2: No, you believe the conspiracy.
1: I'm... That's it. I can't I can't hide how I'm feeling right now, gents. Like we're trying to move on, but I'm so not with it right now. Like um, I can't Connor's believe what set I've up cracked. a
2: rival podcast just to solve this mystery, aren't
1: you? No, it? but I can't believe like what I've just <laughs> like I'm being serious with you there. Like they are called Wonton. One a time, yeah, like it's seriously. A food. No, I've I've cracked something there. Like, trust me, I want to do some googling after this. I think I've done something here.
0: That that true crime podcast would be dire. It would be <laughs> six episodes, forty minutes of some American voiceover <laughs> dipping in and out every now and then, going and then and then Connor uh, had this revelation and it's just you going I can't believe it boys one a ton it's in the name maybe you say over a distorted phone
1: line because for some reason you're in prison that
0: always happens
1: I'm sorry to come away from your fact here Dan your freelancing fact is good mate and you know I'm proud of you for finding it but like, please just come back to this a minute one ton (laughs) I know you can keep saying it but it doesn't change it You think I'm joking. You think I'm doing this for comedic... I'm being serious with you here. One ton, one a ton, 100 people. Mate, seriously, something fishy is happening there. I've I've honestly cracked something. Honestly, don't call me Connor for nothing, boys.
2: No, they call you Connor because that's what your parents called you.
1: (laughs) Wait, trust me. Leave it with me. I'm going to come with some facts for ne- from fa- facts and files on this for next week. I'm going to delve into this. I've hit the nail on the head here. I reckon I could make some money.
0: I tell you, Mark, you better hope that that uh, fact that you found online is true and not just one of these uh, uh, preposterously <laughs> made up ones you get sometimes. Right. Connor. Yes. Let me take you out of the wanton world. You need to give us your third and final fact.
1: Steve Jobs relieved stress by soaking his feet in Apple's company toilets. Now... Did he, or did he do it once?
0: Uh, or is this like one of the, you know, it is this one of these willful, eccentric things? You know, Elon Musk is a, apparently called his his new child, this uh, random assortment of letters. Like these, these when you get to a certain level of, of fame, especially if you're an entrepreneur, you kind of need to be willfully eccentric. You need to do random things on purpose. Is this what he's doing? Is that what he's doing there?
1: Well, I've come to the conclusion that all clever people are a little bit nuts in their own way. That's honestly how I feel. Okay. When you're like a genius, when you're a genius, genius, you're a little bit, little bit like, you know, crazy. Like you do some weird things. Elon Musk, he's, he's, he's nuts. I mean, he's incredible, but he's absolutely like, he's like an alien, isn't he? He's so clever. So I'm thinking Steve Jobs is on that scale as well and his mind is just so ridiculously insanely clever that he felt that it was acceptable to put his feet in a toilet i
0: don't think there's anything wrong with it if you've locked if you've locked the oh come on come on come on if it's if it's if you've not if you've not done a dump in there or anything and if you've locked the cubicle what what no one else is going to be doing that water you can do what
2: you want with it at what point though does your brain go i need to relax i need to relieve stress what what haven't I tried? Yeah. I haven't put my feet in a toilet. Go on
0: then. This is what I mean. The reason that he's doing it or did it, uh, rest in peace, is because he wants to be willfully eccentric. He's like, well, what can I do that's going to make people think that I'm even more crazy than I usually am? Hang on, I can I can have a little pedicure in the the the, the potty.
1: Gents, don't come at me about this. Understand what I'm saying? That you know the geniuses of the world, mm. they're all quiet out there aren't they with some yeah. of the things they do like they yeah, do do the these yeah, mentally definitely. strange things that you kind of like what yeah.
0: that's the point they're outliers that, that that's 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 they think outside the box in in many ways that's not a surprise
1: but i do think you know steve jobs of course i've only ever had iphones and apple laptops. he's incredible absolutely incredible but i just don't understand where he ever got to a <laughs> point in- is,
0: you don't need to i have no you don't need to like uh footnote Everything that you say, anyone that you might be having a go at by by saying that actually deep down you like them. Not no, Steve, I, you know, I do Steve like Jobs. him.
1: I've got an iPod. He's, he's a great guy. But that's <laughs> he's a bit weird? <laughs> no. Is, isn't it? a bit I know, weird. I know. But to, to get to a point in the day or whatever, like where your mind is actually that crazy, where you think it's acceptable to shove your foot. Because, I mean, you are, you're putting your, your your ankle at quite a... Actually, no, it's an American toilet, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Because American toilet, the water's higher. Okay, right. That makes a bit more sense to me. You had it's like all a massive, just
0: clicked. No, you had a massive brain fart. Then what are you whittering on about? <laughs> no, no, no. I anymore? haven't
1: actually had a brain fart here because I, when I read this fact, I was like, "Right, you think of a UK toilet, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's filled it aware, up to yeah. the point where." our toilets are filled so to get your foot fully in that water you've yes, got to bend UK your ankle toilets are
0: filled up to the point that uk toilets are filled yeah,
1: yeah yeah but you know what i mean right and you have to you have to bend your foot like you, your foot wouldn't fit wouldn't fit flat in the water you'd have to bend why don't you it. try it now connor you've got a toilet with two meters of you listen to me a minute listen understand me a minute right you no, have to,
2: no, i reckon you should try this live on the podcast No, listen
1: to me a minute right you have to bend your foot at quite an insane angle don't you to get all your foot in the water that's in the toilet
0: i can imagine so yes
1: whereas in america the toilets are filled right up aren't they yeah much to reduce to reduce plopping when you poo that's the idea of it
0: it's very disconcerting isn't it i don't like that how high it is
1: i quite like it because sometimes you sometimes you have a really really big poo and half of it is in the water and half of it's still coming out so you don't have Mm -hmm. any ploppage my worry is what if i'm peeing for a
2: really long time yeah you'll be all right overflow You'll be alright I, I also wonder though Is there a Is there a, Is the flush element In here as well Of just You know yeah. Slightly cold water Just oh, yeah. flowing like, over yeah, you your what? feet
0: what? I would love that I would I never got one I always really wanted A foot spa I, I would love That sensation Of all the Of the The water running Rushing on top The suckers The cold suckers It pulls you from underneath I'd love that feeling
1: I think it's a really Strange thing
2: yeah why don't you try it now
1: no mark you keep saying this isn't happening in the toilet no give it a flush no this is not happening i don't want to put my foot down my toilet because i know what goes in that toilet
0: right fact number three mark what have you got for us the last one what high are we going out on today
2: i mean i feel like after one ton i don't think anything's gonna anything's gonna beat it in connor's eyes stop Uh, we all remember the show pingu right yeah.
1: Give me one minute. Let me just recap myself with a nice Pingu. Pingu.
2: Yep, Pingu. Yeah, I remember it. So, this fact comes in two parts. Firstly, Pingu's dad was always ironing. Apparently this was purely just as a joke, because they never, ever wore clothes. <laughs> that is a great joke, actually, to be fair. Oh, they don't wear clothes. Should we have him always ironing? Go on, then. I like that. Uh, second, and this is my favourite bit about it. They genuinely scripted words for for the characters in Pingu, gave them to voice actors, and voice actors then just transformed them into strange noises and complete gobbledygook to create the voices. Really? There was a genuine script for Pingu, and then voice actors would just create why would you do that
0: after the first time when you've given the voice actors the script and then they've come out with "Uh -uh, uh -uh," or however penguin sound why would you then waste your energy the next
1: week and the week after that writing the script that's really really cool mark you've done well this week bud there's some great facts i mean i'm still stuck on wonton, but this is nice this is sort of directing my head in the different Uh, direction allegedly mark you would know a lot more about this um, and I don't know if it's true or if
0: it's just internet tomfoolery, that there's things hidden in all the Disney movies, in the, in the Captain Pugwash stuff as well. Uh, that, that, that is something that... Well, uh, in Captain
2: Pugwash, one of the characters was called Master Bates.
0: Is it actually, though? Was he? Or was or is that a rumour that kind of, is it like the Mandela thing that we spoke about recently? Has everyone just tricked themselves into thinking that it was Master Bates?
2: No, Pugwash had mas- Master Bates. I'm fairly certain. Let me, let me give it a quick Google... There's master mate.
0: I don't know. I think that it is one of these things that we've we've kind of told ourselves to
2: believe and I'm not sure. It well, is an go. urban legend. There, there you we go. Sorry, it's an urban legend.
0: <laughs> there you go. We've brought you nine may I may say outstanding facts this week and then we've left you on a fact that isn't even true. I guess that's the point of a nonsense podcast, isn't it? Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Baffled. It's been a busy one. What have we learned? Just because you were never meant to remember it doesn't mean that you can chase after buses half-naked in Manchester. Also, it turns out sliced bread isn't really the best. And finally, this is a warning. Wanton, we're coming to get you.
1: Uh, we're coming to get you it's sure coming to get you. Used to to the mic.
0: Make sure you subscribe to Baffled so you automatically get it every single week. You don't even have to do anything. So it just download. It's there for you. Uh, also, if you can, we would love it if you gave us a review. Uh, head over to Apple Podcasts. Only if it's a good one. Five stars would be amazing. Maybe we'll
1: say. Yeah, don't hello. give us a one star. No, five but stars. Like like it's not even not even any point. Boys, boys, boys! Don't give us a one star. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, if you want to get involved, by the
0: way, if you've got some amazing facts that you know of that it turns out are ludicrously rubbish uh maybe you know some strange fortune cookie conspiracy as well slide into our dms all of our instagram handles are in the show descriptions uh, so find one of us there if you've got an amazing fact we would love to hear it and we will see you next week say goodbye connor see you later boys and bye mark see you later bye